Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We provide fan-oriented and analytic discussions on a variety of animated shows, movies, and anime, currently featuring Steven Universe, A Star vs. The Force of Evil, and Miraculous Ladybug, among others. I'm Dylan Nyson, and today I'm joined by Delaney Stilval. Hey, yo. And Michelle Ender. Hello. Today, Delaney, Michelle, and I will be discussing the Star vs. The Forces of Evil Season 2 finale. Woo, face the music. Ah, and that's, that's exciting. Was that a uh, Star Fan 13 impression from from that's what that sounded like? Uh, I feel I guess I guess all inherent like incoherent screeching is kind of a Star Fan 13 impression. Because um, she just literally is. That's like yeah. all she does. Yeah. Seriously. Uh, face the music and Star Crushed. Very excited to get into these two episodes. They aired this morning slash today on uh, Disney XD Monday the 27th. And unfortunately, Star Season Two is done. The, the fe- Star mm. Star Brewery is is Starbury. <laughs> yeah, I learned that's what some people, that's like what the, the star Reddit is calling that. And um, yeah, so uh, we've covered all of Starbury and all of season two here in the Overly, Anim- Overly Animated Podcast. Check out our previous discussions at OverlyAnimated.com. Subscribe to our iTunes feed. Search for the Overly Animated Podcast on uh, iTunes, your other pod- favorite podcast. You could subscribe on YouTube. Um we're going to be having continuing the star discussions at least for a little bit after this. Uh, leave your comments on the finale here or on YouTube or email them to us. All of the contact links at overlyanimated.com. Leave the comments somewhere for this podcast and we will be having a feedback show on the finale out, uh, whenever sometime. We're going to be recording it probably, um, Thursday. So get it in before that. And, uh, Comments on that, and then we'll also be having a finale's prediction, finale prediction podcast. So I'm going to try to focus this podcast just, or not like a season three prediction. So I'm going to focus this podcast just on the events of the finale because I know it's always super tempting in these to like go like, oh my god, what's going to happen next? But we have to, we still have like an hour of star to cover, so let's do that. Um, we can get into like basic, like <laughs> you know, after the, the abrupt ending. But yeah, okay. Spoilers for Face the Music and Star Crushed. Um, Obviously. Obviously. I mean, <laughs> actually, yeah, I mean actual we're talking here. about them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, Delaney. Hi. Yeah, reactions. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, Hello, uh, yeah. yeah. Normally, like, there's another word. Um, Oh, my God. Like, I just I couldn't handle it. I was really mad at myself because I watched one episode before I, like, went to class and I had to sit through no, class and no. then watch the second episode. Oh, I just... Like, I got a lot of, like, what I wanted from these episodes. Like, oh, my God, Star's mom. Like, yes. Yes. Like, just, oh, my God. Oh, I love her. Also, like, her war outfit. Like, I just yes. got so hyped. <laughs> like, it's just so great. I, like, oh, there's just so much going on. And there's, like, those weird Ludo stuff. I almost, I actually, like, care about Ludo right now. Which <gasps> oh, is my God. I'm so weird. happy, Delaney. That's great. Like, it's so weird. Like, I actually feel bad for him. And then... I just, oh, there was just so much good stuff. And then, of course, like, my heart hurts, and I'm really irritated. And I just, like, I finished I finished the finale and, like, just started, like, screaming. <laughs> I was like, what? And I was, like, kicking stuff in my room. <laughs> so, man, no, this is not okay. Like, I don't, like, this is probably the most abrupt, fin- I can't even remember a more abrupt, okay, maybe the Korra Book 3 finale, but that wasn't even, like, anger. That was just me crying. <laughs> like, this is, oh, uh, I can't, like, What? wow it's all great i this is this is better than i expected and i still got kind of everything i thought we'd get except i was expecting more like background but i guess there's a lot of subtle background that we got interesting we'll we'll get into all this uh basically yeah Yeah. michelle reactions Uh, to the finale i did a very stinky thing 
I I watched them at work. It was that, which was really bad because I kept freaking out, and my coworkers were like, "What are you? What's wrong with you? No, for real though, it was so bad. I was not expecting it to be this good. Like, yeah, like I freaked out when when Moon like took off like her dress and like let her hair down, and it was just like, oh, finally she's gonna do stuff. And then her battle outfit was so good. Even just, like, the fighting. Like, there are some legit action scenes, like, in the final episode this season that was just great. And, like, I don't know. It was just, it was so good. And, like, the song stuff was, like, so good. Like, so good in Face the Music. And just, like, the build-up and then, like... The ending, like, actually, I thought was, like, super hilarious as somebody who isn't, like, super high in Stark. I was like, that's amazing. Like, Marco's thinking, oh, it's, like, the best. Like, because, you know, like, where is it going to go from here? Like, it's so much fun. (laughs) Okay, it's officially Michelle's fault this happened. (laughs) Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Responsibility. I think this is amazing. I'm really fascinated. Plus, like, the thing is, like, the finger's still in her closet. So, like, what if Marco gets jacked now? Like, he's the one there in the house. Like, there's I mean, a everything lot of- disappeared. But yeah, I don't yeah. think. It, I don't know. I that think made me, That was the worst no. part. Is everything <laughs> room, disappeared? Yeah. yeah. No. So the, they took it with them. The secret. Yeah. The, the secret closet should be gone. I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Well, I guess then he'll be Becker will be fine. But I, I don't know. I mean, oh, it's interesting though. And like, yeah, like Luna was like kind of in the episode, but he was also like possessed till for like half the time. I love the Ludo backstory stuff. That was really great. Like you totally get like a sense of him now, like why he is the way he is. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was great. I loved everything about those two episodes. I was not expecting them both to be so solid, but I was super happy and surprised. Nice. Yeah, uh, these both these episodes are really excellent. Yeah. Um, they, it's yeah. I I actually had restraint and did not watch them at work, and then I had to wait until I got home. But uh, shades, Michelle. Yeah, she- <laughs> I don't care, man. No, except except uh, last night I was I knew I wouldn't be able to watch until I, I got home, so I kept refreshing Sia, waiting for it to leak, and it was like it's going to leak at seven thirty, and then it did not leak at seven thirty, and then it didn't leak at all, and then I didn't get to. Watch I was getting all. messages. I can yeah. confirm. He's like, I'm going to send it. Like, yeah, blah, it's like, it going to leak on Spectrum. <laughs> no, it didn't. So nope. Um. So yeah, these this these these episodes episodes are great um i i love the ending i mean uh you know i mean i'm as big of a starco shipper as there is but this is like we're expecting to be devastated like this is great like this this is <laughs> so good this is so, this, this is what i wanted and um there's a lot here in these two episodes um i think both are special episodes of the show uh both are, are very good uh really high production quality and just uh s- s- some excellent stuff here um it's it's I mean, there's there's like a lot that annoyed me, to be honest, and I have a list of grievances that I'll say at some point. But like, it's <laughs> it's, it's 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 like not even important, though. That's like at the end of anything. Like, there's just so much positive stuff here. And um, I really liked it. The season was really great. Um, and, you know, I'm this is so much to dive into. Let, OK, let's I don't I don't know. Let's let's start with face the music. Then we can work our way down. But um, we like we have to get to all the toffee stuff. Very, very exciting. Um, so. I really like Face the Music. Um, yeah, yes. there's, I, I yeah. think this episode is really excellent. I think like parts of Starcrossed are like mediocre, but like Face the Music, I think is like consistently excellent. Um, so the, what we have this whole concept of the uh, song day, 
Um, and I, I think this is like a really good vehicle for exploring Star's character. Um, and it's like we don't really approach new territory here, but uh, just the entire like performance sequence uh, by uh, Patrick Stump, Fall Out Boy, yes. <laughs> lead singer, yes. is is really excellent. Oh, good. And, yeah, and just the, that entire like two three minute performance, I really love it, and I love uh, how it like uh, exemplifies Evolves. Star's character. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Um, it's it's uh this there's there's a lot of stuff here so okay um what do we so what do you think of the the performance delaney i think that's the highlight of the episode oh well duh um it was awesome um i like like what you said like uh, the concept of it like it was a really good vehicle um what i loved about it was that like we're tying it all back to muni which is like really important because like we've kind of like we we know this we know that all this stuff's going on but then to finally tie it back to muni and it was just so great. Like, oh my god, like visually it's amazing. And then the song's epic. Like mm. like what like I'm so pleased. Like I thought, you know, oh, we had like love sentence, okay. But then we have this. I'm like, oh my god, we're getting like awesome songs. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is so great. Is this Steven Universe now? Like Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. Like yeah. <laughs> I was really I mean, I like loved it. It was really great. Um like when he broke the loot, I was yes! like, really? <laughs> like but then it got really like, and then like his costume, everything was really good. Like that was and it like sounds great and the story was good. And then of course the last part of the song is like I just like started like freaking out. I was like, no, no. Yeah, same. I was like, oh, I can't believe they're going there. It was great. Like I'm so glad. Like I think um you know, obviously it's like really like I'm just glad it was like it was literally face the music and like normally that <laughs> stuff irritates me, but I really appreciated it in this episode. Just all the build up, all of the going back and forth between like star and the song and like star and her mom like it was just solid like the entire sequence was just incredible yeah um the the uh the star butterflies in love with her best friend at the end like so good what was your reaction michelle I, I loved it. I mean, I, I love like the mom was like, oh, well, that was like a fun little ditty. And yeah. so I was like, <laughs> so great. Yeah. And then it like it gets green. It's just like, oh, I cannot believe Star went there. I just kept being like, no, at my desk at work, which was like a mistake. <laughs> obviously. <laughs> but like, it was so intense. And then at the very end, yeah, that whole thing with like the the puppets, the, the star and Marco put on the water, and then the backdrop of yeah. them in the heart. It's just, oh, man, like, that's so much. And Marco's, like, right there next to her. And then she just, like, escapes out the window again. Which Cloud, makes sense. Like, cloudy. Every episode, like, it makes total sense. Yeah, but, like, oh, it was so good. And, like, just, like, the singing was so good, and like the way it evolved was so good, and I, I like I like that Star was so. <laughs> I mean, obviously, like her mom's right in that like sometimes the truth like hurts, and like sometimes it's not always the best policy, a hundred percent. But like, yeah, like the old like um, princess songs were like so fake and bogus, but also had such like an unrealistic expectation for what a princess should be. And I'm glad they really tackled that and talked about how like ridiculous that is. So I really liked it. I liked it a lot. Yeah. This is a big episode for the uh, star defying the princess conventions type uh, aspect of the show. We have that entire um, moon's uh, song in the beginning of the episode and then uh, star like deconstructing it like right after. It was really great. Yeah. It's, it's, it's really, and yeah, I, I really like how they execute all that. And then the, just all the lyrics of during the song of um, yeah, of the uh, shooting star really, 
I mean, pretty pretty simple stuff with uh, the play on the star, but but uh, and the rebel princess, Re- rebel, yeah. yeah, rebel princess, and um, we transitioning between the uh, the two, the forces of evil that lurk in the night. <laughs> we'll uh, yeah, so we'll cower for in the shooting star, and I see yeah, for the shouting out the uh, the title of the show, which I have increasingly yes. thought is a uh, not accurate title for the show anymore, but <laughs> we we're including it in the in the finale, so I like that, and. Um, yeah, just the whole thing, just the, the big Starko moment at the end, and it's not even like the biggest Starko moment of the finale. Yeah, like, um, like yeah, it's it's so good. Um, yeah, it's uh, what? Okay, let's we let's talk about the the moon stuff because that's like uh, the B plot of the episode and a pretty a pretty big thing here. So, Moon is this character who like uh, we haven't really seen a lot of, I think, and this is like everything at once with, with <laughs> yeah, with yes. Um, how do you, what do you think of how they, how they did this Delaney? Like kind of like saving this, uh, big exposition, this like prominent spotlight for stars mom in the finale. I love it. Especially because like we had the, like, you know, we're going to handle it. And then like, I also really liked how like, so, you know, they reveal the secret and like Moon is like low key really mad. And <laughs> she's like, okay, never mind, We don't really have time for this. And then she just kind of like sucks it up in the go. But like, um. I don't know, just all of it, like, you know, I don't know, it's just the way, the way she's portrayed, it's just, there's, like, there's no doubt ever, there's this constant confidence, and they just, like, play it so straight, like, she just, like, takes off her dress, she's in pants, she pulls her yeah. hair back, and then she's, like, I'm on a horse, bah, and then, like, <laughs> and then, like, talking to, like, I think what really shows her character, what I really enjoyed the most was, like, her interactions with, like, Ludo's family, and then with Ludo, and, like, in, like, Dennis, <laughs> Dennis is precious, OMG, but... <laughs> <laughs> it's just so great like just her interacting and they did so much for her character in such a short period of time and yeah it would have been nice to like have things earlier but the thing is the way they played her is that she is like this very stiff or at least we see her in the show how star perceives her and then now as yeah. things are starting to break down we're seeing the real moon and it's just so great like she's awesome like she's so great and she's really and she's very kind and she's just like the coolest like coolest mom ever like and then like the wicked magic and just oh i guess i'm getting a little bit ahead of myself but she i just loved it i think they handled it really well i thought the pacing with it was really good it didn't really seem like rushed or odd i think i think it felt very natural which i think is very important for this like as we're kind of transitioning into like who moon really is and like as we'll start exploring um star and moon's relationship which i guess we'll talk about that more in um Star Crush, because, like, the final scene, I think, is, like, really telling. Yeah. Mm. Well, yeah. The, it's not the final scene, but it's, like, you know, <laughs> right before it. And I just thought, I thought, just thought it was great. Yeah. Um, really, really well, like, spaced out in the episode, really well handled. I had no idea Moon looked like this. Um, <laughs> this I don't know version if, of I, her? I don't yeah. know if we, have we seen this before? Like, this is, she looks completely different without uh, all her royal getup on. Um, like, uh, Makes, we should check the, like, we should check the mural to see how different she looks when she's defeating Toffee in that one, but uh, it, it's probably closer to her garb there, yeah. to her normal queenie garb than, like, her battle armor was. Yeah. Well, it's like, her hair was up, and, like, honestly, yeah. this is like, really real, like, this, yeah. like, a hairstyle can really change how you I look. know, right? It totally made her more chill, yeah. But what's really great about it is that, um, this is really, like, this is a very great visual representation of, like, this kind of, like, queen persona, and then, like, who she yeah. Really is and like who she needs to be at times and it's just like and i think it ties in really well too in the beginning well i guess more uh towards the i'm getting a, i'm getting a little bit it's mixed okay. up from all the everything happening <laughs> but um 
Yeah, and her really? her with the armor, I think, is a really a really incredible scene too. Oh my god, it's so even good. with the pants though was just like so nice. Yes, where her in pants got me so excited. I know, right? Like, <laughs> she, she, she took that skirt off and was like, oh, just like yeah. Yes. Oh, she's so about to do dating. some stuff. Yeah, that's how yeah. you knew she made business because she had pants. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's that's how you knew. Also, yeah, some some great work from Great Delisle as uh, as Great Griffin as uh, as Moon. Also, also voice of Jackie. So great, great work as uh, oh yeah, some prominent, <laughs> yeah, prominent two two roles. Yeah, T- typical great gray voice acting here. And um, it's this this uh, Moon journey here is. Uh, is is really interesting with um with all of this seeing the relation with uh the king and like just seeing her like this this is the first like we saw a solo scene of them or like a few weeks ago um but just seeing her like uh, as what she would have been growing up kind of like star was i guess for the first yeah, time exactly. yeah. it's like her, i feel like it's not that like she's like not being her true self as queen it's just like she as a queen she has different like like priorities and like what she thinks she needs to be to be a good ruler is one thing, but like who she was when she was like stars, age seems to be a very different kind of person. And that's what's so exciting. But she can still be that when she feels like she needs to, but it's not like her everyday go-to like action anymore. Yeah. Which is really interesting. Yeah. Well, it ties into what she said to star at, you know, yeah. about like, you know, yeah. you have to be like, the, they don't want, they don't want the truth talking about the people of Muni. When they like when the when Star like revealed everything, yeah, so and I, that could be something she and Star disagree on, and the Star like proves like isn't like going to be her way of ruling. But like it is really interesting to see her mom like her mom probably does have a lot of empathy for Star, despite the fact that she's so hard on her sometimes. Yeah, um, it's it's uh, a lot of Moon uh, uh, next episode too, and um, so this this journey she goes on here with the we see Ludo's family. Um, interesting thing to, to introduce here. Uh, Ludo, apparently's dad is, uh, Lord Brudo. And, yeah, um, like, actually royalty, I guess? Yeah, I don't know what they're like Lord Like, King of the think. Monsters or yeah, something? Yeah, I don't know. Oh, that's pretty legit, though. I don't know if that, that's yeah, true. may or may not be true. And then they say, like, a, a various S at some point? I don't know. A various. A various? Like, like, yeah. <laughs> okay, so they're just bird? Okay, sure. Yeah, they're just bird. Lord, and L- Lord Brudo, a various? Yeah. Um, and, uh, Lady... Uh, who we see more of, um, and then the uh, name gag with all of the Lu- the Ludo brothers, yes. and then Dennis, Dennis was really good. Yeah, <laughs> that yeah. Was great. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, what do we think of this concept of um, of giving? First of all, giving Ludo this uh, backstory like this, and then um, you know the specifics of uh, what Ludo's uh, you know backstory is, Delaney. Well, it's it's interesting. It's not like. So we have this example, like obviously his like his dad seems awful, which we already knew that before, like way, the way he talked to um, Glosserick. So it's interesting framing and I think timing of this, like it's how they did it, like the order that they did it is interesting. But um, it's like his mom seems fine, but like it's all odd and it's so off, and you kind of understand why Ludo is the way he is. And but then also the way they talk about Ludo, like Ludo did this, this, and this, and you're also like, yeah, Ludo's not the best. But then it's all like it's a weird sort of sympathy, which um, this ha- this is the typical I think villain sympathy. You kind of have like I understand why you're terrible, but you're still terrible, <laughs> and like it's not really like a lot of empathy. But yeah, it just it gets really it's really interesting. And of course, then if there's like when Moon's talking to Ludo in that like awful part, but. Um, 
I think I think it, it's it's definitely interesting, and I, I liked it. Like it was um it was nice to see, and I'm curious to see if like we'll see more of it or not. Like I'm assuming Dennis is coming back, but it's I don't know. Like it's I liked it. I don't really know how much more there is. Like I think we've seen, I think, I think we've fine. seen enough Dennis, but yeah, yeah I don't, it's not it's clear it. what the purpose of of yeah. yeah. I agree. Well, uh, Michelle, you're I think you're higher on Ludo. What was your reaction to seeing this uh, backstory for him? I I really liked it. I feel like it like added enough pieces to the puzzle for me to have like a pretty clear idea of um who Ludo is and what his origins were. Um especially all the stuff earlier with like the like Taddy issues. Like it totally makes sense. If you had a family that huge and he was like the smallest and he already felt like kind of the black sheep, like him having the motivation to want to be like the baddest baddie, like makes so much sense in that context. Cause you'd feel like he had so much to make up for. Um, and I like that, like, the fact that Dennis, like, actually cares about him seems to imply that, like, he wasn't always this, like, power-hungry and, like, easily persuaded by the forces of evil, and, um, that makes me a little curious what he could be like in a different kind of context, um, but I really liked it, I mean, I feel like we, we, I don't, like, need a lot more Ludo backstory anytime soon, but, like, I'm really content with what we got, and I'm, like, fascinated that, like, yeah, his family was royalty. He, like the, the castle he had wasn't like a rando castle he conquered. It was literally like the family castle that he like it destroyed, which like puts another layer on top of like why he might feel so like bad about like how his parents feel about him and the rest of his family. And just like when Moon was talking to him and he's like, "Do you want to know about my family?" And then <laughs> yeah. like it cuts back and he's like, "And then my older brother said that that." place that burned down was our house and we had to live outside like i don't i just thought it was like so funny like i've heard people tell stories about their siblings like their older siblings being nasty to them when they're little like that i just like that it was so relatable and hilarious and i just i really like ludo i think he's totally everything he does has totally been working for me this season um so yeah i really enjoyed it yeah, the castle was the family castle. Yeah, that was a important piece of, of back. Yeah, I'm confused what they're doing with Ludo because next episode he just turns into a uh, Voldemort vehicle for Toffee. Um, I don't think he knows he's possessed. I right. Think yeah, that's that's I think I, that's, 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 that's that's probably what they're going for. Um, so I guess it's gonna that's gonna be important uh, next season, and it's not gonna be such a clear just uh toffee just takes over ludo's body type thing because why well, give us the ludo backstory now and stuff ludo they obviously intend ludo to still be a character and the next episode ludo has a nice moment with uh moon and that's kind of interesting but they don't yeah. really explore it uh you know it's it's hopefully it's interesting enough in the moment this ludo stuff and i hope it is uh paid off at some point i guess is what i'd say well they've been setting up this like there's this very interesting dynamic going on between like every literally everyone we have seen in this show has like such like reverence for moon. And so we have her talk, like everyone, like, they talk. So when she went to talk to Ludo's parents and then like talking to little, even though Ludo literally stole their book and like, has been like fighting her daughter for like ever. He's still like, yo. And they just like have this civil <laughs> conversation. And it's really weird. Yeah. Grand, I mean, well, it's also really funny because they like yank him out of bed and like freeze him. And they, they're just like casually talking. It's like, this show is so weird. Like, it's really funny, like watching like the magic council and like all this going on. And I think what's really interesting is we're going to this build up with moon and the monsters. And I guess hopefully more exploration on like this whole monsters and human thing. 
But I think I think there's this very interesting undercurrent going on. Like I think it's hopefully we'll get more about it. And I think that's probably like the funniest, like most fascinating part of like what's been going on with Moon and everyone she's been interacting with. Uh yeah. It's 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 interesting. yeah, we get more context, I think, too, for Moon's um like the power of Muni and Moon's power in relation to the Magic Commission, uh, which seems to be it's if she's not like a member, she's like on equal footing with them. I think we get the impression these two episodes. Yeah. Muni, yeah. Muni maybe seems like the hub of like, as we speculated on of magic. So the show isn't one to, uh, to uh, enumerate its mythology, but uh, we get some, some more clues here to, to that type of thing. Yeah, and uh, at the end of the episode, we get the um, the uh, lie. I, I like the uh, the town uh, dialogue. The line lies, but lies, but omission omitters. Yeah, I thought that was that was yeah, really, that's really, really good. good. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, the the commission is upset. They were there for some reason at the point. Oh, we didn't talk about the most important part of the episode. Is Star in her queen garb? Um, yes, I thought that was the most important part of the episode. Clearly, yeah, <laughs> obviously. No, she was incredible. Yeah, and Marco in prince garb. And yeah, what was go, up with that? Um, yeah. They had to go trying to find, like, those shoulder pads, apparently, on Earth's really hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were, talk- they were talking about this in the uh, the live chat that I was watching before we started recording of the <laughs> Marco and Starfan13 on, on YouTube, the live chat. If you haven't seen those, they're interesting. <laughs> uh, mostly, <laughs> mostly just nonsense, but uh, of uh, Adam and uh, Darren talking. But yeah, uh, yeah, Star in Queen Guy, Star and Marco in their uh, royal garb was like, uh, hashtag Starco. Hashtag give us well, the fan obviously, art. Yeah. Ha- yeah, no, exactly. Hashtag fan art. Like, <laughs> give where us is the it? Fan give us hashtag yeah. fan art. <laughs> That's, we, did, we did this. Where are our Disney princess prints like AUs right now? Like, where yeah. are they? Yeah, no, of note, the star, the whoever in Muni who gave uh, Marco the royal garb or whatever, I guess they had to look for the thing. I don't know. Mark, Marco has Prince clothing at the ready. Um, so the Starco is ready to happen, basically. Yep, it's, yeah. It's there perfect. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the commission. I'm waiting uh, for her dad to be like, oh, yeah, I just thought, like, you just picked him already. Like, Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, this that's, seems about right. Yep. That's the, Delaney's writing yeah. the fanfic already. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Um, the commission, especially Hecapu, is super upset yeah. with Moon. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then Star Cloudy's away. Yeah, it's great. Like, like hold it. that thought. Like, it's really yeah. great. Like, yeah. It's so dumb. Yeah, then the episode's excellent. Okay, let's get into Star Crush. So, uh, the framing of this episode is in uh, is a party at the Diaz's yeah, house, which you don't really get an explanation for. Yeah, the so, end of the year party. Right, it's for the end of the year. Like in their yeah. house. Yeah, of Guys. note, uh, time progression on the show. It seems yeah. like they will not be freshmen anymore after no. the sophomores oh, next season. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So I guess they're closer to fifteen now or something. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, it's very. Uh, this is a big sign. I think we'll get into this more in our season three uh speculation this is a big sign that they are intending to move in a slightly different direction with the show yeah actually moving time (laughs) like uh, that's something they haven't done yet so uh things things getting serious um actual progression yeah uh and yeah this end of the year party yeah this is a very weird start to the episode especially coming it takes a really long time to, like, kind of get used to, because, like, you're kind of like, what? <laughs> like, yeah, it's like, it's like what yeah. is this? He's, like, looking at everyone eating, and it yeah. all feels, like, weird, and it's like, didn't the last episode just happen? Like, where is this timeline? It's like, is Star even there? Cause she yeah, just Star there, off, yeah. Right? yeah. <laughs> like, where's Star? That was She's very... still in the cloud. Yeah, that's an interesting choice to start to start it. Though, yeah, the two, I mean, I think the two 
would uh, play better not back to back, probably. Right. Even though yeah. they they take place very like right after each other, they're not like directly time wise right after another. Um. Yeah. So we have the. We, I think we have some of our best uh, Jarko. Shout out to Jarko. People complaining Jarko. that I keep I keep hearing complaints that not enough uh, star YouTubers uh, ship Jarko, and uh, I don't think you'll find Jarko shippers here. But we'll discuss the Jarko. How about that? <laughs> and I, yeah, someone commented that, but I also seen that elsewhere. That uh, why do all the star YouTubers ship Starko? It's like because it's Starko. I mean, come on, but because um, duh, yeah, because duh. But also, Jar- I think I do think they're like. Uh, Marco and uh, Jackie had like some some really good interactions this episode. Like Jackie, Jar- Jarko's great. Like it's cute. It's just not Starko. <laughs> exactly. The, the right? show does not give it as much importance. Is also a thing. So like, there's less meat there to sink into. Right. I think I think that they give it more prominence here than they did in Just Friends. Ever. Yeah. This is yeah. the most prominence it's had. Well, like... I mean, come on. You have to remember Bon Bon. There's an entire subplot of them on a date. But, That's yeah. true. Yeah. Also, ninety five percent of the fun of shipping is them not being together. So. <laughs> exactly. No. No, no, I, no, I can no, understand no. that. I disagree. Let's just put uh, Starko happen next season, and then it can be their dating interactions. And in, uh, yeah, that I no, I'd like. Okay, oh. um, but yeah, the the Mar- Jackie calling it a Marco moment. Um, I thought that was like a really good character moment for the two of them. And then later, it's like their um, is like read my mind with Jackie. Oh, yeah. that was like that the type was of, so weird. Why that was the type of weird so Jackie weird. thing. Wouldn't it be yeah. great if we could just read each other's yeah. mind? It takes <laughs> yeah. so much time. Like okay, but like what? <laughs> It's not possible. Yeah. yeah. Jackie. Okay, everyone in this show is actually weird. Noted. Yeah, noted. I do I do like like those little moments of making Jackie like, it's like it's points out like, yeah, she's pretty weird. Like she's not just you like know. the super cool skater yeah. girl. Like, you know, that's uh, I think I think it's good and it's important. Like we're adding like more to Jackie. Yeah. And then Jackie's she's like, get me pizza nuggets. Uh that was really kiss, good. Kisses him on the cheek and then Marco's like freaking out over that despite the like, high on the yeah, kiss for a while. Yeah. yeah. It's the kiss on the yeah, I don't know. Um he's, they, she seemed more normal after the legit kiss in just right. Friends. Yeah. I was I'm like, What? I guess cause I guess he's reacting to the more like intimate moment and that's nice. Yeah. I don't know. Um ja- <laughs> I really like the Jackie portrayal again like, consistently on the show. She's she's really good. No, yeah. she's a qual like it's like I just love that it's not adversarial. Like it's just like cute. Yeah, definitely. That's like the big, mm. the big, the big point is that uh, it's great. And stars like, uh, okay, be uh, what she's like, be classy. <laughs> she goes over. Oh, so, yeah. so good. <laughs> oh, wait, so, Hi, what, friend. Yeah. What's what's star saying? Be classy. <laughs> okay. so good. Yeah, it's it's it, it, it really good moments. Um, awkward Starco is is really great. Um, this is a really excellent sequence of Star like summoning her crew, which <laughs> I get. Good. Oh yes, and they yeah. all just like drop everything. Yeah. First of all, since when is this the crew? This isn't the Bounce Lounge crew, the Bounce crew. This is like a separate entity that includes Janna and Starfan Thirteen. We're just taking the best ofs of the the Been Bounce. Well, it's all the ladies. Like... It's all the ladies. Oh yeah, I guess the others aren't. Uh, I, I mean, d- <laughs> Random Dolphin <laughs> is male. Yeah. Okay. Um, so it's uh, so yeah, Star summons the the uh, the girlfriends. Yeah. Uh, Pony head on a date with i like, love that yeah <laughs> see, saying how lo- not flaky she is and then yeah. she leaves and orders like three lobsters <laughs> yeah, that's really a, good yeah the, the show handles ponyhead really well i think like yeah. ponyhead being like casually the worst is my favorite yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's great. Like everyone yeah. has that friend, and it's the best. Yeah. Like, what's what's that prestigious looking prince like doing on a date with Funny? <laughs> She's such a con artist. I love her. Yeah, it's really good. Um, Jana just watching a horror movie alone. Jana Banana. 
cute. Janet. Yeah. 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 Uh, very important bringing Janet. Janet only is Star's best friend for the most important episodes, I guess. Yes. When it matters. Yeah. yeah. Uh, also, she but, just dumps popcorn. Yeah, she's just funny. like, I can't wait to just gotta eat it yeah, fast. Yeah, she has to eat it all. Yeah, that was, that's a good reaction. I like I like this concept of Janet just watches horror movies in her spare time. Yeah. That's like do. Yeah. Uh, Kelly. Very this excited. Really good. She's yeah. just battling some giant mythical beast or something that talks. Exactly. Like, she, I, I guess she was sparring with it. Yeah. yeah See you next week. What? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> something this, came up. Yeah. This is the best. I think this is the best Kelly episode. I mean, it's either this or Goblin Dogs. Like, it's, it's, it's I mean, Goblin it's Dogs, though. I mean, yeah, it's quality. But I, I, I think I prefer Cal- uh, Tadless Kelly now. I think that's my hot. I take. think I agree with you. Yeah, I, 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 I think do. I guess I guess I like that. I don't remember my reaction to Goblin Dogs. I guess I like the two of them in that. But uh, Kelly on her own here is really good. Yeah, um, and then Starfan thirteen uh, was already there. Um, <laughs> She's so weird. Yeah. I think I vocalized this last podcast, but why is that still a character? Why I is don't Star- know. <laughs> only she- with seems relevant for a hot sec? I think. Uh, obviously, Darren really likes her because, like, she like voices <laughs> her, and you know. Um, but uh, there's one excellent moment with her and the cats later in the episode. That's which, really yeah, good. Yeah, that was okay. That like justified her presence in the episode, but she does not make sense why Star would hang out <laughs> with Star for the thirteen. I don't understand. Oh, okay. Let's be honest though. Like, I love Star, and she's great, and she's a kind gentle soul but she's also full of herself and of course she'd be friends with someone who thinks she's the best thing ever yeah, yeah for real I guess, though i, I that's guess true. that's true um just her existence i think is questionable <laughs> like uh this is not <laughs> a real fair. i need more backstory if this is going to be a continued character i think she's a fine gag like i think it's fine. yeah like, that's what she is yeah. what do you think like it'd be like we have an entire character whose sole purpose is to be yeah. a gag i think i think it's a little much when you're including her in this montage of all of like you know but um it was fine it, yeah, the, the the cat moment was good you know it's 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 fun and her in the chats is really good these live chats they do on youtube so that, that's good um she was asking about what uh color she should dye her hair that was the hot topic. Those are the hot topics that are addressed in those chats. That's great. Okay. Yeah, yeah. They're asking. They're asking Adam about um, like uh, what's what's uh, Marco going to do after the finale? And uh, Darren was like, "Let's move away from that topic and talk about what color I should dye my hair." And oh like, my god! Yeah. It's like okay. Um, so yeah, this this. Uh, meanwhile, we have this uh, whole thing with Moon and uh, the uh, commission. I keep wanting to cal- yeah. call them the High Council, but they're the High right. Commis- the Commission, which is the most annoying thing calling same that. yeah um they in, invade ludo's castle which doesn't take much effort um the yeah they they just randomly transport the what is it, the spider and the eagle to the yeah and then we get the call back to the hipster guy and the taco shop it's good mm-hmm. yeah good stuff. yeah and um also they're like they're like being weird the bird and the spider yeah are they an are they an yeah. item I guess. So. Oh, <laughs> well, they're both girls, but that doesn't matter, right? So, you know, yeah, cross species, lady love. It's great. It's like <laughs> Vastra and Ginny, but like. Yeah, no, that's so but- true. Yeah, Doctor Who next or two months. Wow. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, um, and uh, they we have this line about uh, they capture Ludo. With, uh, yeah, yeah. Glosser comes and goes. He's pleases, and like everyone agrees with that. So more, they're like, yeah, yeah, a more a moral Glosseric support. Yeah, um, this this the temple is apparently an ancient monster temple, which I feel like um, has some significance. But yeah, coffee probably yes. knew Ludo had no clue. Yeah. Well, Dad, and, and then we have this whole thing with uh, Dennis misses you to Toffee, and it's a nice moment, and then it doesn't matter because he's taken over by Toffee, but it's still a nice moment. 
And then literally kills everybody. Yeah, Yeah. like several times. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I don't expect that to happen either. Some people to be like stirred up. Yeah, and yeah, well, okay, yeah, times. We'll, yeah, we'll go. Yeah, we can do that next. So the big action of the sequence of the episode comes with this uh, fight of uh, Moon and the council members versus um, Toffee'd uh, Glossaric, which uh, Toffee. Um, and uh, there's some really good stuff here. I think um, just the sequences of Toffee just like absorbing all the energy from everyone is pretty pedestrian. But um, then when we get Moon go into butterfly form. And uh, puberty is suddenly relevant again, right? Yeah, it's like select. Yeah, this is the first time. uh, Yeah, this member star has wings. Yeah, nope, nobody remembers. But uh, yeah, and then uh, fights. She's like the the crisscross sword or whatever, and fights. uh, uh, Toffee is really excellent. Like it's like it's like less. It's it's like thirty seconds, but it's really good. It's really cool. Yeah, yeah. I I think that's one of the best battle sequences of the show for sure. We haven't seen Star battle a lot of monsters this season anyway, so that just made it even more nice to see after like kind of a long hiatus of that. Also, it's really showing like this potential of like magic because like yeah, stars like I mean, stars magic is awesome. Like she throws narwhals at people. That's awesome. But like (laughs) this like is just epic. Like it's just like like, total like yeah, just total like focus energy just gonna like destroy you. She like literally collapses the whole temple like. Jeez. Also, yeah. like, I was really like, when they came back and she was dead, I was like, no, 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 no. Yeah. Like, freaking out the whole time. And I was like, the goat guy has to go over and save her. But he's <laughs> going to die. I'm really sad. Okay. Yeah. The goat guy. Uh, yeah. And it's, I, I guess, I guess they were more just like energy magic drained than dead, but I, them, that might be dead for these people. I don't know. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> I guess they could be rejuvenated some other way, maybe. So, yeah, not well, yeah. I mean, I mean, Moon was very insistent about like, also, this was like heartbreaking. Like, she like opens the portal and she's like carrying their bodies. Right. Like, yeah. And pushes them to the portal. So, like, hopefully That's she can rejuvenate good. them. But then also, there's also that like respect. Like, you know, she's like, you know, like, yeah, she wants to bury the dead if she has to. Yeah. I think they're, yeah, no, they're. I think they'll come back. Um, I, th- all, I guess all she needs to do is revive uh, the council. Uh, what what are they, councilman? Yeah, chancellor. Yeah, because uh, yeah. he can. Goat he, he, he has a goat, goat, goat man. man. Yeah, goat man. Who that is? Just goat man. Yeah, he has magic healing powers and can bring everyone back. That was cool. Um, so uh, I don't really care that much about this stuff, but I know some people do. So I vocalize this. Um, it, it's a little bit unsatisfying to see Toffee go from like zero to a hundred. We introducing yeah. we're introducing these uh, council members like pretty particularly. Like, okay, these are the most powerful magic beings in the universe besides Klausrick, and then Toffee just like uh, one shots all of them. Um, it's it's uh, I would have liked to have seen more of a a rise of toffee from like dead to the most powerful being in the universe. But it just seems like he's already the most powerful being in the universe uh, with like no buildup. I agree with you. But then I also think like, like, cause for me, I was like, Oh no, no, like keep your hands off moon. No. And then granted that was also satisfying watching moon and toffee fight. And also like that importance of like moon, like has injured him. But then also I think this is important. Like I, this gives a lot more urgency to, like we have to go you have to come back to muni when she goes yeah. and gets star and like i think that urgency like i think that makes a lot more sense like because you know back you know in season one it was like okay yeah, toffee's bad but like it wasn't like the worst thing ever like now i'm actually like hikey afraid of like everything that's about to happen yeah. like i'm like really nervous so i think it's important in that like urgency and i think that's probably the main point like it would have been nice to see more build up but, like this like is really scary and i think this is really like good for the urgency and like what's going on like this makes a lot more sense for how desperate we are and how very bad all of this is 
I yeah. agree. And Toffee has kind of been biding his time in one way or another the entire season. So, and we like knew that was kind of building in the background even before like he took possession of Ludo's body. So, it doesn't feel like too rushed, I guess, in that way. Yeah. Like Ludo isn't the sur- not Ludo. Um Toffee isn't Toffee, the yeah. surprise. Toff- how powerful Toffee yeah, is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah His no, ability we- to suck the life force out of people's like, what? How do you learn to do that? But it's he also like really fascinating. Like a slick yeah. lizard jerk. Yeah, and, and now it's like, lizard. oh, he knows things. Like he's getting his means, yo. Like this is yeah, this yeah. Is so, like, got stuff. Yeah, so he's we didn't got e- stuff. We didn't even know Toffee was coming back until around halfway through the season, although I was I probably vocalized that because uh, yeah. I'm the biggest seems, Toffee fan, and yeah. um, it, and we checked on him like once or twice. Um, it's 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 not the the buildup isn't really satisfying, and I think more importantly for me as like a huge Toffee fan, this wasn't really an appealing Toffee that we saw here. Like I love seeing Toffee super powerful, but he didn't really have his charm. Yeah, um, he didn't have like yeah. this. It's because he's like, Ludo. He's just like hella uh, powerful. Well, one he looked like Ludo, but um, yeah, his line <laughs> of like uh, you know, something good, happy to see you, or so, it was it was contrite, and um, this isn't like the toffee that uh, I labeled yeah. the second coming of Admiral Shao. Like this is not <laughs> this is not the, the you know I need more slick uh you know toffee uh, who's uh, has like who's actually just a really appealing villain. But maybe, what? well, granted, this might be who he really is. Like, we've been just been tricked. Like, I, I, I know. I think that's what they're going for. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't like, I don't know if I like it. You know, it's, um, we'll see. I think there's, I, I do think, like, considering we saw him as this, this persona, like, there has to be a certain element of himself. Right. So we can see it, like, infused with this new powerful, like, uh, potentially, like, immortal monster or whatever, right? Um, what do we think that the, what do you think of them going with the straight, uh, Voldemort route with, um, him, like, taking over? So he, like, takes the wand and, like, grows it on Ludo's arm into, like, his own yeah. arm, missing like the finger. Fun. Seems like he's gonna overtake Ludo. I feel like when we talked about this last year, we were somewhat against this idea, Delaney. I don't remember. Um, well, it's like, I mean, I was, I didn't think it would be, like, literally this physical, like, takeover of Ludo. I figured it was gonna be more of, like, a quarrel kind of... Yeah, like, that's what I thought was like a quarrel kind of thing for temporary purposes. Yeah, yeah. so this is um, very interesting. Um, like the wand thing's definitely, which granted that also brings into play like he he like literally absorbed the wand, which Moon said was like that's my like that's like that's my family's like you have this, and it's like I think this is probably more evidence that he is like Eclipse's son. But um, mm. this like mm-hmm. connection to the magic, um, I'm like I kind of don't want him to take over Ludo because like I'm kind of interested in what they're doing with Ludo and like maybe yeah. making Ludo like good or something. But um, I, I I mean this dark I mean I'm fine with him being like totally evil and ridiculous. We'll just have to like see like the ridic- ridiculous is good. Form. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So uh, there's no way that he just Ludo's gone and he manifests right. Ludo. They're clearly interested in in telling more Ludo stories because of the well. And the finger thing is interesting too. Like I'm just really confused because like yeah. So why does his, he need his finger back? It's not you know it's not super. His finger's been gone for like five ever. Like yeah. So we'll we'll see about that, but um, not really much much evidence of that here. Um, I actually think the Harry like the only Harry Potter comparisons I've really made with Star have been you know usually it's Delaney. So we'll get into this for a second. Shocker. But have been uh, Voldemort Ludo or have been Voldemort Toffee. I actually think like there's a clear 
Star didn't really have too much of a plot like this, but I think after this episode, you can say Toffee's Voldemort, um, you know, Star's Perry, uh, Moon's Dumbledore. I think there's like kind of some clear parallels here and it like involves magic and wands, you know, <laughs> there, there's stuff happening. Well, yeah, de- no, definitely. Like with, yeah. Because we we literally have like the two halves, so right. yeah. Oh, I mean this yeah. uh, this is also just like uh, this tr- this like magic trope, you know, story. You know, it's it's it's. Uh, but but yeah, this is this is interesting. Like That'd I wouldn't be, a- be shocked if we had that connection that happens in Goblet of Fire between the wands. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. That's that's probably that's probably. We, we've kind of I think we've had a little bit of piece bits and pieces of that, like when and Bombine the. Um, birthday clown and yeah, yeah. i think there's been like hints yeah um of note uh, um we can get into this more on the next season but um not really much dark magic or eclipse of stuff in the finale yeah as i think as i yeah. think which is fine that would have been like know. probably felt way more rushed if they tried to cram even more of that stuff in there yeah. i think the most notable omissions for the finale are no eclipse and no dark star type plot yeah, yes. which I think is fine. That seems like I, like Delaney was saying before. Like I think that does seem a little more end game than like season two. You yeah. know, yeah, I wouldn't. I don't want to prolong the the da- the downward spiral of Star. I thought that we would just have it here, um, but it's possible this is the extent of it. You well, know, just I, like- well, it it might make more sense though that this manifests itself more when she's on Muni, separated from Marco, and like kind of on the run yeah, with yeah, her yeah, family. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, okay, yeah. We'll come back. Hold that thought. We'll come back to that. And um, it's it's yeah. And then so Moon takes uh, all of the dead, uh, to, or just the magic. <laughs> this show got dark. Like, oh oh yeah. wait, though. So there's one important thing we didn't talk about. Moon, her like alpha like butterfly form. Yeah, that was talk- pretty. F- we did. We, we talked about, about that. Yeah, we talked about that. Yeah, no, we, you can, no, you can, no, you can. No, it was cool. Though. No, it was so no, cool. talk about it again. Like, yeah. We've talked about like because like when in Muberty, like when Star finally got her like little wings, you're like, when is that going to be relevant? I guess like that's when it'll be relevant when she's like older yeah. and she can unleash her like alpha butterfly like battle <laughs> like. That's gonna be so cool. Battle like Star with six arms and like yeah, yeah. there's oh, I, I've like yeah. totally like tripped up. Like yeah. that's gonna be so cool. Like I love that that's like a a hereditary like trait of either like the royal family or maybe all Muberty people, like humans. Like maybe that's Newmans, like a yeah. thing. Like I don't know, like this yeah. butterfly thing. I'm so into it though. Yeah, That's so um, cool. Already a lot of Muberty Star fan art. Uh, hopefully, a lot more now <laughs> of, in like episode, battle form. Yeah. yeah, looking for the fan art for this. Yeah, um, yeah. The moon, the moon, uh, the butterfly form is a big highlight of the the episode. I think. Yeah, I just feel like and, Moon is like definitely. I think Moon is probably like. I mean, aside from Starko Ob and Star always, but I do think <laughs> it's probably the surprise, like kind of best thing about the collective finale. Yeah, yeah. no, I, I totally agree with that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. I mean, she's certainly super prominent, and that was very surprising. Uh, more on that later, I guess. But um, she she grabs all the the counts people, portals away, and then um, Toffee's like, "Tell tell Star, I'm coming for my finger." Okay, okay, Toffee. <laughs> okay. All what right. Is, that's kind of why are you singling out Star? I guess because Star killed him. <laughs> I guess that's why. But, no. It's so weird. It's also like Ludo. Like everyone's like, "Yeah, Moon, you're really cool. We're not going to mess with you." But it's like, "Oh, we're going to come kill your daughter, though." It's like, yeah. why? <laughs> I think as he knows that's like the thing that could scare Moon the most. You know, if he goes after her daughter, like that's pretty terrifying. Like even if he's still intimidated a little by her, like that's like the ultimate threat in a way. You know. Or maybe it's like literally everyone in the flipping universe knows Star is like the most powerful being ever, except Star. 
That could also um, be true. <laughs> yeah, so maybe Toffee's like fascinated with her like magic capabilities. Right? It's kind of like yeah, so, yeah it's literally like Voldemort Harry. Yeah. Like yeah, right, Voldemort which is more Voldemort Harry. Yeah, um, I'm all for Toffee being a Voldemort figure. I just like Voldemort like has his charm too, um, and I feel like. Uh, you know, I feel like Toffee needs to you know, stay, stay, stay himself. You know, <laughs> like even as as he she becomes this powerful figure. Where's his cool lizard body? Right. Yeah, <laughs> needs more of that. Um. So yeah. Okay. Back to uh, star. Okay. So back to Star and the crew. We have this great scene of Star like denying her feelings to uh, her friends, and uh, like, Ponyhead's yeah. like, "Don't you though?" Yeah. Yeah. Pony is like. Yeah, and then um, Starfan thirteen is uh, just having Starco shipping reactions the entire yeah, episode. I was, I was yeah, like, I thought you loved Star though, but I, I guess she loves Star and ship Starco yeah, much like all of us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like if you love Star, you have to ship. Starco. Yeah, no, that's how it works. I think. That, I I mean, that's not true though. I mean, all of us who ship Starco also love Star, so it's it's both. So you know, so it's it's yeah. Her reactions are really good. Um, so we had uh, <laughs> Ponyhead doing that, and then we had a uh, really good friend uh, Jana being like, "We believe." you and then that was good that was a really good scene um it was really sweet like it was yeah. like it, it was kind of like subversive in the whole like they're not trying yeah. to like force her or, like talk her into it they're just being like supportive yeah i do really like how this episode handles star um denying her feelings because we address it uh it's like it doesn't drag it out too long we we have um we have like all applications of it we have it here with her friends and here to marco and then um it's it's rectified at the or like not really rectified but it's uh the other side is brought up at the end. Culminates, yeah. Yeah, culminates, yeah. So they go to a bad kids party. Another weird vehicle for this episode. They're um, on the roof. What? Take your mind off stuff. Yeah. Burning it's, things. Yeah, Jana burning things was great. She was so yeah. happy. I love, yeah. I love that. Pyro Jana's great. Star yeah. wasn't feeling it, which I actually really like that, that she just wasn't feeling the party. Um, And then Oscar. Okay, here's the worst uh, part of the episode. <laughs> what the heck do they do to Oscar? Oscar's, <laughs> like, so much like, less, uh, like... Yeah, he's yeah. so, like, weird and lame now. Yeah, didn't... So I appreciate what the Oscar scenes do for the episode in terms of, like as a vehicle for exploring yeah. this yeah. uh this like star okay i'll just uh get over mark i'll just be with uh you know oscar all summer type of thing and like uh her they really apply it well at the end with her talking to her mom and like uh i guess uh i'll choose to like uh you know to like oscar now i love that and i love this as a vehicle for star's character that being said this the scene with uh oscar playing his whatever his thing was was really bad <laughs> that's yeah, well, it's awkward <laughs> I do think there's an important there's I think the most important scene with Oscar though is with um Star like when he's like do you think it'll go to Mars and then Star like this was I really like this yeah like this is this to me is like this is like not the moment but it's definitely like one of the best moments displaying how much Star has changed from season one how much she's matured and like she's really growing into like who like she's going to be and it's so great like this my is, child yeah. growing up it's awesome and <laughs> yeah. season 1 was like you know this kind of like just obsession with Oscar and like it was just childish kind of and didn't make a lot of sense and like she just liked like how weird he was and like you know she was just kind of like all it's kind of like all of this night like everything that yeah. was like naive about star when she came to earth and then, then we have this and she's like um mars is really far away yeah (laughs) this is i just loved that it was a really simple scene and just spoke so much yeah it was it was it was i think it was the show isn't necessarily subtle 
Um, I think this is some of the best subtle storytelling the show has done. I, I uh, saw it from another angle, too. I saw this as a really good Starco scene. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, juxtaposed yeah. to Marco being outside and also, like, kind of, like, a little off and not wanting to join in on everything. I think, so let's read that exchange another way. It's about uh, Star maturing. Also, he's like, it's going to go to Mars. And uh, Star's like, what are you talking about? No, like, like I feel like that's, like, such a Marco reaction to that. No, like, it's like um, a Star, like, was Marco. Like, she was right. acting like, like yeah, she she's became like, the she's Marco. Like, why are you telling me this stupid thing? You're not Marco. Like, exactly. I, that's what I, I yeah. thought. It's like, yeah, Marco like, would I, never say something like yeah, that. Yeah, I, I like, you know, I like Marco who's like smart and knows what he's talking about type of thing. Yeah. Like that, that was, I really love, that was like some of the best Starco storytelling they've done in my MO and uh, just in general. So they, that, that exchange was really good. Um, and um, I don't know, all this, there's a, there's a bunch of Oscar stuff. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> sp- sparkle kitten fireworks shower. That's great. a good one. Yeah. yeah, that was that was really great. Yeah, it got us uh, Starfan thirteen with the cats. We have this exchange with the police, which um, there's it's no kind of lot. Yeah, why was he like so upset? It's, like, it's, it makes no sense to me. No, I love that they did this in fifteen seconds. Like that's the best part. Like it was um, <laughs> like uh, yeah, I've never, read, never a book read a book in my book life. In my life. <laughs> <laughs> that was really good. Yeah, you so guys better be having a study group. It's, it's, like, it's a really funny exchange. It didn't like I don't know why this episode needs like that type of thing or to be on this rooftop like party or anything like that. But um, yeah, I did like the exchange. Um, and yeah, she's like, okay, I'll spend my summer with Oscar. Yeah, and he's like, uh, uh, mango. And yeah, mango. yeah, I like that. Where's yeah. your buddy Mango? His voice sounded different to me. I don't yeah, know if he's always sounded that like, dumb. Way older and like yeah. not very interesting to me. Yeah, I don't. We'll need to check the tape on that, but um, he didn't. <laughs> we'll we'll compare. He didn't sound yeah. Pretty, just his design now and the voice. Yeah, his eyes were like ridiculous. So big I, and like kind of creepy and dead looking. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, agree. Yeah. Um, we talked about the Jarko stuff. Uh, uh, Marco with his dad is a great scene too. It's so good. Yeah. I love Marco's. Love. I think this is like, the best. That's yeah, so ridiculous. I think this is the best Marco's dad scene in the show. Like this so is good. um, where's your partner in crime? I mean, yeah. Star. Yeah, that was the typical great exchange. And he's like, uh, what could be weird? Uh, two teenagers oh, yeah, sharing the home. Good. Yeah, oh, <laughs> one boy, one girl. Way. Yeah. <laughs> So like, final, yeah, finally the show lampshading the fact that they live together and that's weird. Yeah, but it's it's great. Um, yeah, this yeah that line you know annoyingly heteronormative, but it was really funny. So like uh, also the time where he's like baking the pizza things, he's like, "Welcome to the world." Or yeah, yeah, welcome, yeah, that's a yeah. It was yeah. so funny. And then yeah, he's like, "Get out!" After <laughs> more, yeah, <laughs> so, like big... a secret recipe or something. Yeah, big props to whoever storyboarded that. There's like a bunch of storyboard artists listed for each of the episodes, so it's hard to tell who did what. But that scene was really excellently storyboarded. Just the the like the quirk of uh, "Welcome to the World" when he opens the oven is really funny. Yeah, uh, yeah, big. Yeah, this. Yeah, that's the thing about this episode. It has it has a lot of um, small moments like that that really come together. Uh, talked about all of the 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 plot stuff. So okay, so the end of the episode, the important stuff, <laughs> you know. Yeah, the the Starco. So the first of all, the Starco denial talk. Um ow. start yeah, ow, the scene her yeah, Star's like, I just want things to go back to the way they were and um friends, a lot of friends, a lot of just friends, yeah. And um I thought the scene was really good. The only thing that's annoying is uh I think Marco's um just like, Do you have a crush on me? Like, um I, I think it's hard to not see Marco's perspective here because he does come across for me a little bit unsympathetic with his line of questioning. And really? I, 
Yeah. Oh, I thought I thought he was hard to read. I thought to be honest, he was hard. He no, he was definitely. It's know, not like I yeah. didn't see any malice or anything. He was just hard to yeah. read. Like I would have, I would have, like I just have nothing on him. How he's he feeling? He seemed right hopeful now. to me. Like yeah, okay, he, he, like, wanted to, he was interested, but he like he like yeah. I mean, like, like really it was a weird. Whole song. Like it was on display for everyone to see. It was like very overt. Like, like how clearly this is ask? not the yeah. clearly this is not the best reaction for Marco to have at this point. He's like as 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 a friend, he could have had a much better reaction to this. I don't think that's like a hot take like uh he's he wasn't being the most respectful like it, here clearly it's an emotional moment and he's not going to be on top of his game and he's like 14 but this you can have a more respectful uh, uh but you know reaction i'm to gonna disagree with you because yeah. in the entirety of media and how this plays out this is probably the best representation the most of, mature like, way to handle the situation of like these like yeah. friends and like they both they were like like, when he was like, yeah, no, I was definitely avoiding you. Like, they were actually talking about it. And they were like, yeah, no, we were both doing this. We were both kind of acting silly. And no, I just, we just want to be friends. And, like, there was no blaming. Like, it wasn't like, oh, this is your fault. They're just joking. And I think it was, like, especially considering how it's normally portrayed in media and considering the reality of the situation, like, I think it was done really well. And I do think Marco was, like, he seemed hopeful to me. And I don't think he was, Interesting. like... Because he, he pushed it, he pressed it. Yeah, she's like, oh, no, it's fine. He's like, but that's like, the, the star- really like, that's the super, super, super yeah. star read into it. Yeah. No, I agree. I, I love that aspect of it that they just be a little open. Uh, they're being open with avoiding each other. Um, Marco dismissing, uh, like, uh, you don't have a crush on me right now. Good. Like that, th- that's not how it went, but, um, you know, that's not it, it, people in real like I think in real life, that's not how you should react to the situation. Like that being said, like it's understandable that Marco would like want to brush past this type of thing. Well, it's also the thing. Well, it's like you want to, though. She said, like, I just want things to go back to the way so they I guess, were. I guess I, I guess it's oh, yeah, I guess maybe. Right. Maybe I'm blaming yeah, him for taking start. It. I'm blaming him for taking start face value when he shouldn't have in that part. But uh, he's just being earnest. You know, well, it's also like also Marco's like. He's dating Jackie. Like he is yeah. in like the worst situation. Like it's really like Yeah, and yeah. Marco is yeah, and Marco's in a bad situation and he's put in a bad situation here and it's not And he's handling it really well too though. That's in the general thing. in general he is handling it well. Um yes, I agree. But this uh clearly um you know, I, I this is just the consequence of focusing so much on Star's perspective at this point, which I do think is a good decision, but um we never really see uh, Marco, how Marco feels about any of this? I which think is something, we're gonna get it next season. Yeah, by the yeah well, something we'll see how next season. Off he yeah. is, I think, is the best. Like how, like, just everything is so wrong right now. Like how, yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, we got in the beginning of the episode. Yeah, is that yeah. they're not together because they're not like with each other. I don't mean like yeah. in a romantic no, sense. Feel weird. Yeah, the yeah, things because they haven't seen each other. Right, yeah. which they, which we got into with the uh, like the uh, stress in the beginning he was having in the beginning of the episode. He's saying like he kept talking about like his guts feeling weird. Yeah, yeah. that's how I read that as stress. Yeah, yeah. and um, uh, him uh, the, the no partner in crime with his dad. Yeah, emphasized in that. It's a complex topic. We could, I think, there could be honestly a whole thirty minute discussion about yes. like this. I like so. Um, leave comments about this, and we'll get into it in the feedback. And um, it's it's uh, yeah. So that was the the denial talk, and then uh, Moon comes and. Uh, you uh it's uh she, it's the, my favorite yeah it's, i said this right my favorite line of dialogue is uh, i get to choose now i get to choose to fix i chose to fix things with marco i chose to have a crush on oscar apparently like i really love this this like line of dialogue for for star in the stock well um, i love the i love, the I love moon fight. yeah i love the whole argument it felt very real and it felt like something that they'd wanted to do that should have happened by this point just like these two opposing forces and like star doesn't know what's going on like she doesn't know that like toffee's back yet but just like i'm glad that they actually like she she really like put her foot down at this point i really appreciated seeing her do that well i really too it wasn't even an argument like it's just kind of star like 
she wasn't really looking to her mom saying yeah she was just like and her mom was so calm like her mom wasn't like trying to like dismiss her she was just like trying to tell her yeah (laughs) we gotta go (laughs) listen yeah is that is you mentioned you know you mentioned earlier that this is like the moon scene you love delaney is that like is that that aspect of it um that's most prominent what else like yeah yeah it's just like like just the way moon handles it and just like and again like what michelle was saying like this this is like this is really the cu- the culmination. Like this is where we've been heading so long. For, like this is what we've been wanting between Moon and Star, and we finally get it. And it's like I'm so satisfied in that it's not this explosive fight. Like you know, Star yeah, yelling like an like, angsty thing. It's just like it's just Star. Yeah. Like she's dealing with all this stuff, and a lot of it's just like it's just Star finally verbalizing a lot of things that we've been getting from the show. But like finally, it's Star talking and like. She's finally talking to her mom. She's not really, like, putting up with stuff. Like, we've noticed a lot, like, start arguing. She's not just, like, hanging up on her mom and doing whatever. She's, like, actually telling her mom how she feels. And, like, there's just finally this open dialogue. And just how calm they, like, I mean, obviously Star's yelling. But, like, Moon, like, she's just so, like, granted, also it's just, like, her character. Like, she's very reserved. But I just love, like, all of it. And it's just so subversive, like, the normal, like, blowout fight between, like, mom and, like, dad. Or uh, between daughter and dad and daughter and uh, mother and it just it's so good like I'm just so pleased with like how it looks and how it sounds and I just like felt like so satisfying and we've been like heading towards this for so long that's what I just thought about was like moon in it and like just I'm just really pleased yeah good points and I'd love yeah. to see this uh the continued uh development of their their relationship next season that'd be a big a big a big thing for them to potentially hit on in more in more depth um yeah, so we have we have that, and then uh, the the worst part ever. <laughs> the uh, <laughs> talk and talk in front of everybody with Marco. That was so just, I just, love just Marco. screaming at yeah, him in yeah, front of the entire. Bl- Blunt so star, so good. Yeah, um, do yeah, I do have feelings. If I uh, I thought if I pretended that they weren't there, they'd go away, but they haven't. Ding 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 <gasps> ding ding ding. We don't need yeah. a ding game. Real. We've known. <laughs> no, we know, but uh, yeah. the star goes real, and um, yeah, and uh, I couldn't leave Earth forever. Or I'm gonna leave Earth forever, and I couldn't go without telling you the truth. Aww. And then she just runs away. Yeah, it's <laughs> <laughs> just like crying. And I'm like, yeah. why do they? Okay, why do they portal away so fast? Marco's like right on their tail, <laughs> and he misses Give me them. two minutes, so she just had to be really quick. It's so, yeah. oh my god. Uh, the most heartbreaking thing for me is not even the conversation. It's like as everything disappears from the house, like uh-huh. I just can't handle it. Like I'm no, just like the end credits. Yeah, and then the end credits were just the house silence, and then uh, no, no, uh, I think Earth, no, none of that. Um, <laughs> it's pretty devastating. Yeah, the uh, the star, yeah, the the room, the room attachment is gone. Yeah, it's 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 really really good. Um, that that talk with Marco, it's it's very. This is the this is the pain that we we're anticipating. Is this last part of it's that? It's here. It hurts <laughs> yeah. so good. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, for me, these are both uh, top ten episodes of the show. Yes, a hundred percent. Yeah, agree. Yeah. Um, and I think like a solid seven of the ten will come from like recent episodes. Like I think we're you know. I think we're uh, we're in a really good place. Let me quickly run through my list of grievances with. with uh, <laughs> okay, okay. Are they yeah. are five of them Oscar? Uh, one of them is Oscar, <laughs> which yeah. Um, 
so uh, two, it was too quick at the end with Star realizing that she needs to be open with uh, Marco. It seemed a little unearned. So that that was something that seemed a little bit abrupt. It was kind of uh, prompted by circumstance rather than a revelation on Star's part. Um, that could well, have it's, been... well, it wasn't really ever. I don't think it was ever meant to be a revelation. Like it was literally this like she's hiding it from Marco. Yeah. Yes. Yes, and yeah, and um, as a character moment, uh, you know, it's not like we get a uh, something changing in Star and, you know, like her confronting her feelings. No, it's just like it's it's we're forced to confront this with an event and uh, well, the ramifications will be dealt with next time, which I'm looking forward to. But, uh, you know, as it, also just the entire end of the episode is very fast and uh, it's, right. a, it's a pretty abrupt thing. Um, I think that the deaths of all the... Uh, the high commit the commission okay confusing myself were um <laughs> fairly unearned we have not seen much of them and there was no emotional stakes i feel like behind them um except for hekapu because she well i wonderful. think the shock factor was like enough yeah um so here's like the biggest one so moon was great but the uh action of the finale did not involve any main characters and um had uh focused on moon for basically no reason in the context of the show um i said do that in the middle of the season not in the finale so this is a it's a this is one of my least favorite tropes that shows do it's like i think this is always a mistake is to have a big uh plot or action sequence in a in a finale and just not have it involve any of the main characters um like i think like everything with moon was like executed great and i really liked it but um just having the main plot of the episode not involve star was pretty unsatisfying for me well i thought it made sense given the season as a whole like we literally had a point where it was like stars like i'm gonna step back and that's when we started focusing on like stars emotional journey so i think it made a lot of sense and i i mean i don't like yeah you could argue that the real you could argue that the real climax was the star emotional stuff which i agree yeah this is more of a kind of context like this is like to me like i don't even think it was the climax like it was like star being like professing her love for marco and running away but like this is more like to me this felt more like building like this is we had something happen and now this is how like this is just pushing us into season three but like this is just the beginning we're adding pieces to the puzzle but it's nowhere near right i I do like this as like a start to future stuff but as a finale um i i just like a lot of stuff happened that just did not involve star and i don't like that um i I think that's a mistake like i think ruby constantly makes this mistake like this is um there's another ruby thing that we'll talk about but like this is uh these you know just include your main characters in your in well, your plot development i do think this is a thousand like bajillion percent <laughs> better than ruby you know um but i understand yeah, the certainly is, it certainly is well executed i think moon is that type of uh infuriating osman type character though i mean she's a million times better but like it's uh you know she's not really a person before before these two episodes um so, you know, this is this is a more of an overall season discussion, so we'll come back to it. The Oscar stuff sucked. Um <laughs> I didn't I didn't like how quick of a transition in the uh, song in the first episode there was from the rock parts to uh the like uh royal revelation parts. Um for me the uh she's our shooting star like that part was like super cathartic to me like that uh like I really loved the emotions of uh the the high energy parts of the song and then to immediately go to a plot development that like was is a little bit forced uh was really fast. Um I think it works like it worked better on rewatch but um 
you know, I, I, for me, like the high point of the episode is like immediately superseded by something else. It's a little uh, weird, which granted, it's like the point of it was like, yeah, the beast yeah. like different. It doesn't really make sense why they'd include this in the song. It's you know, it, you and know, it definitely like, fell off. Like I, like I, I actually agree with this one grievance yeah. of yours, aside from Oscar. <laughs> like I also agree with Oscar, but I do think yeah. there are parts of Oscar that were good. Yeah. yeah. And, and finally, this is this gets this is a preview of a future discussion. Um, if we are separating Marco and Star, this is a huge mistake. Uh, yeah this is this is this is uh it seems like every show we cover is now doing this we we've talked about this all the time ruby did this huge mistake voltron did this less of a mistake because they immediately rectified this do not separate your main characters when they're when their dynamic is the primary aspect of the show star versus the force of evil is star and marco's dynamic um not even talking about like shipping stark or whatever this is star and marco interacting if this next season is them apart that's like you just don't put yourself in a plot position where that's gonna happen well that's, i that's do think be. i think it's a good thing to do when you act like i trust this show to handle this well like ruby mm-hmm. no like no no hands <laughs> off go away but um and voltron handled it well grand voltron's different because it's a team and like they're not even people <laughs> but um what I like, I think, like this is, I think this is really good for Star Marco, especially because we pointed out, like they made very, like they were very careful to point out that they're always together, and I do think this was a good, this is a good development, and like I don't think they're going to be separated for very long, and it's not going to be like Marco not doing anything. Marco's going to be doing everything he possibly can to find Star. Yeah, and like he has, he has his own scissors. Like we might see some fun Marco right. adventures. Like maybe Marco's yeah. going to get like some sort of like grouped together like it's i think this will work really well the key thing to remember is marco has a scissors like that's the yeah that's um so you say you trust the show i actually really don't trust the direction of the show i'm pretty terrified that we're moving away from the best aspects of the show that have worked which is kind of like star and marco's interdimensional journeys i'm like really worried that we're moving into too much plot which i think is something i never say about shows but um if you know the we don't watch the show for it's like brilliant mythology, I think. Um, so I would, uh, you know, I think that, I think, uh, Darren really wants to change things for next season. And, um, you know, I'm on board. The shows have been this, it's been brilliant this season for, for significant parts. Um, I'm just, I, I think the show has very specific things that work and I'm worried we'll move away larger preview of our larger discussion to come. I think for, well, I think for next season, I, I will. One more thing about this move. Like I'm, yes. I, well, I think, this is act- the reason I think this is especially good is we're we're removing them from this school setting that is super irritating and like I hate <laughs> yes, it. Yes. And like I think this is actually freeing them up because like this is like we're going to have a lot more room to do things and again Marco right, has like, the scissors. Maybe this moves us like I'm saying I don't want to we're moving too far away from Rick and Morty is what I'm saying and Delaney's saying maybe we're actually moving closer to Rick and Morty which I would yes. love, right? Yeah. Like, That's what I think we're doing. Yeah. Granted, we're, I think we're going to be dealing we have a lot of plot stuff we're going to do, but plots not, it's not going to be plot 24/7 and I'm sure I'm interested to see what kind of trouble Star gets up to like in Muni or like Muni. what yeah, like, what's she gonna do? Yeah, Rick, Rick and Morty is actually like this season of Star. It has plot in the first and last episodes, and the rest isn't really related. Um, I'm worried Star is not is moving towards more of a for the first time I think ever. I don't want a show to have too much continuous plot. Like, I, 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 I'm worried. Like, I think that would be great if Star could have that and would be excellent. You know, I'm just I am worried that would move us away from the parts that work of this. Anyway, um. This is a larger discussion. We will get into this in our upcoming podcast on uh, 
speculation about season three, which I think will actually not be that long. I think that it will be summer um, or early fall. They kept focusing on summer, like right. So yeah, if if they're airing, yeah, while you're hearing things in the show, it it would make sense if they aired this. uh, Like depending on how much, like, will we have a time skip? Like that's the type of things we'll we'll talk about. Um, Like a year ago, Darren tweeted that um, they'd they ordered seasons two and three at the same time, so they'd be less of a wait between seasons. So. I'm, I, you know, July around then seems like a good. Oh God, star and summer of Steven at the same time. Oh, oh yeah, that would be. Yeah. Well, it, it would be like yeah, the yeah, dream and the nightmare. Yeah, it'd probably just be weekly, but who knows? Maybe they'd bomb it like uh, with Disney here. <laughs> Throws up. Yeah, yeah. We would. Yeah, we'd have no way of. We have no way of covering that. But yeah, okay. So, <laughs> okay. Um, upcoming a feedback show. Who I don't know when it'll come out, but get your feedback in the next few days. Uh, you can leave comments. So I got comments from Steve, Alex, and um, I saw that. Yeah, and Andy, I think, post in the Patreon group. We'll cover all comments uh, in the feedback show. So no Steve comments. We'll cover everything in the in the feedback show. Like, so we love you, comments but for not that. today. Yeah. But uh, well, next time, yeah. And uh, get in that. And uh, also, if you have theories about season three, you can talk about those, and we'll either cover those in the feedback show or on the the theories podcast. And also, let me let us know if your other star uh, roundtable discussions. I'd like to just have um, somewhat regular star discussions to get into any sort of topics you want to dive deeper into. Um, should we have a Jarko specialty podcast? Should we have a uh, Markapu podcast? Mark-a-poo. Like we oh. can do that. Yeah, yeah. we, we can could do probably do a podcast just like another podcast on running with scissors. Yeah, we could do another. Yeah, I, I would be up for that. I really want to rewatch that uh, that scene in that again, to be honest. And uh, yeah, and we'll, we should probably have a rankings episode rank. You know, there, we could get into a lot of stuff here. And so. like Rick and Morty and Star, like unpack. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, compare and contrast. Yeah, let's do that. Um, so a lot of a lot of topics people to watch star <laughs> yeah the yeah no seriously though rick yeah if you watch rick and morty you should watch star not the word t- not that that's directed at anyone over an hour into a star podcast but yeah and <laughs> right. uh so like let us know comments and and uh let us know what you thought of the finale very exciting stuff and um comments and subscribe to us we to check us out at patreon.com slash overly animated thank you very much to all of our patrons especially our patron of the podcast ryan aka brian thank you very much ryan for your continued support as always um and uh upcoming podcast steven universe one more episode regular and then we're getting into a bunch of topic discussions um there's actually a powerpuff girls episode so we'll talk about that but and uh yep yeah, that's it last things guys just yes and i hurt and all like everywhere and it's all good yeah Yeah. basically yeah Yeah. Uh, my last thing is what uh she's a rebel princess (laughs) oh my god she's a ball in a hot pink dress yeah she's a thunderstorm (laughs) okay that's enough yeah that was my fave okay next next on um overly animated we have our (laughs) sing-along Yeah, no, we could do it. We could do a star karaoke at this point. There's enough songs, so we could do it. Yeah, but uh, yeah, more songs. That's on this. We'll talk about that in our season three preview. So, uh, thank you guys very much for listening, and we will see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.